the podcast. Alrighty, and uh, after after much delay, we've made it. We're here with Steve <laughs> Rogers, everybody. How we doing, Steve? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, Pete. But of course, was happy to happy to you know have you on. Um, we met. Uh, I think we, we so we met uh, when you were in San Francisco. Yes, uh, you were at the San Francisco Punchline, and um, I saw you outside the bathroom, and I'd listened to your podcast before. Yeah. Panic attacking. Check it out. Very, very fun. Uh, honestly, one of the highlights uh, for me, because, you know, the, you never think anybody is consuming anything you've ever done. So exactly. yeah. I'm expecting I, no one's going to listen to this. Similarly, <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to it, that's a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even listening right now, but uh <laughs> Perfect. No, I, yeah, I'm standing outside the bathroom. Never done comedy in San Francisco at that particular time. I mean, I just came from a show that night, but uh, it was still my first time bouncing around the city and uh, waiting for the bathroom. And then you were kind enough to be like, hey, I, w- I listened to Panic Attacking. And then I got so excited and I'm like, wow, thank you so much. Go into the bathroom <laughs> and it's full. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go back out there like an idiot. And then I go back and stand next to you and go, oh, this is going to be on the next episode. And then you're not, you're so you were so nice. And then we go I go in the bathroom and then you're in the bathroom, too, obviously. And then it's like, <laughs> do what do we do? Like, it was so talk? it was so entirely appropriate, like for the context, because <laughs> the pot your podcast is all about like social anxiety and like the situations that spawn that. And I just like watched that happen. And I'm like, <laughs> I know intimately that you're aware of the dynamic here, but you can't be like, ah, this is super weird. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it helps. Like, uh, I knew you were a comic. Uh, I mean, that was the first time we met, <laughs> but it was clear yeah. and, and no, uh, no regular person's going to come up and say that to me no absolutely and, not yeah. and uh so i'm like all right this is we all, we're at a full understanding in this moment it was what great. is your what is your general policy on like initiation of bathroom conversations i have oh god so i have let's say let me walk you through a situation so you are you're hanging out with someone and both of you happen to be going into the restroom at the same time you're mid-conversation it's like a fairly engrossing conversation in what situation do you continue the conversation versus sort of abruptly cut it off in the name of, you know, uh, you got to be the only one. It's got to be the size of the punchline bathroom, which yep. is one stall, one urinal, one sink. Mm-hmm. And if that's clear that it's just going to be you two. I'm fine with I'm fine with you talking to me while you're going. I'm okay. fine with that. Irrespective of, of, of what manner in which you are going. Yes, I'm fine with that. Even okay. if there's clearly some strains in between words, <laughs> I'll I'll take it. You're an understanding guy. <laughs> I, you know, I pre- this conversation clearly means a lot to you. If you're still talking, <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll, you'll you'll let the other person kind of like take the lead on that one, though. It's like yes. I would understand oh. if you want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna be like you still there. Yeah, like, I asked <laughs> you a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pounding on the door. Um, right, well. But, uh, <laughs> The, this as soon as you add a, a second stall second i mean two urinals i'm fine with that yeah because it's like 
if another person comes in, well, we're we're still in charge here. Yeah, There's we run one. the bathroom in this yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. our bathroom. You're coming into yeah. it. You're lucky we're you get to you hear our conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frankly, uh, it's rude that you didn't ask the rules of the bathroom before you walked in. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think you should be uh, put to jail if it's like a airport bathroom where oh. they have the the wings of stalls and the wings of urinals you you should you should be on the no fly list if you're having a conversation in there (laughs) immediately i'm in i'm in awe i mean like the kind of crimes that you would have the sort of like boldness to commit if you're putting yourself in that situation are are flooring to me right i totally agree it's uh it's uh insane it's insanity but yeah that's where i that's where i'm at there we go. So, all right. Glad, glad to hear there's no violation. Uh, so, how's the day going today? Uh, we were theoretically going to do this yesterday, but you were yes. recording your own pod. So, uh, yeah. How's your day going? Uh, you know, uh, today's been good. Yesterday would have been a horrible day to. Yesterday stunk. So I'm oh, so shit. glad we didn't. I'm so glad we didn't do yesterday. Yeah. Just I coming uh, off a terrible day talking about the best day. Yeah. Yeah. I lost my wallet yesterday. Again. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I was walking uh, uh, from, back from therapy and my wallet felt must have fallen out of my, my coat pocket. Mm. And uh, I didn't know until I got home. So Oof. I had to do the whole retrace your step thing. I had to, I'm looking all, and it's, you know, it's New York. We had a snowstorm. So it's either in a snow bank, <laughs> it, a plow took it or somebody else took it. So I, I'm so glad we're doing this today. Where that's <laughs> that's the worst kind of situation where you have you know you lose something or you like you've forgotten something and you feel like kind of a fucking idiot going yeah. and doing the diligence because you're like what am I am I gonna find a wallet in the snow on the yeah. the crowded ground but also you're like I can't not do the due diligence on this because it is my wallet. Did I, you get your wallet back? I'll be, I did not. I'll be oh, honest well, with yeah. you. Uh, my girlfriend was like, well, you got to go retrace your steps. And if she was not home, I would not have done that. <laughs> I 100% would have not done that. And uh, I... Um, it's good that you it, have her. <laughs> yeah. Also, to do to have something bad happen to you as soon as you leave therapy is really unfair. <laughs> it's pretty poetic, especially yeah. of the like... You know, I just spent the money on the therapy and then now yeah. I am even lighter in the wallet, as it were. Yeah. You're like, I just emptied my tank of negative <laughs> thoughts and you just refilled it two, yeah. two steps out of the building. I have more to talk about now. Yeah. yeah. Why am I not yeah. responsible? Why can't I take care of my things? Exactly. Yeah. I was very proud of myself on um, on Saturday night. I was producing a show and um, I had, you know, left the venue and I, uh, you know, take my roommate's car almost all the way back to my apartment. And I had the thought of like, did I close the door on my way out? And like, oh. and, and, you know, you, you want to go, you're like, oh, obviously I would have closed the door. Like what kind of animal would not close the door on the way out? But I was right. so, the, the stakes are so high that I drove yeah. back and I checked and the door was shut. So I was very proud of myself. Oh, that's that. great. It's a redemptive Way better story. to extinguish that than to uh, <laughs> just let it keep you up. Yeah, the tone's different when you go and you're like, I probably shut the door versus like, I'm never going to get my fucking wallet back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Wow. Well, let's uh, let's get into it a bit. So um, I have asked you... Um, Steve, what's one of your be- one of the best days of your life? Obviously, it does not have to be the best day, but just a specific day that stands out to you as being like, damn, that was a that was one of the best, I'd say. Uh, 
you know, it's uh, as I'm a bit of I'm sort of a optimistic guy. So yeah. I I have unfortunately like seven things written down. <laughs> it <That's>... was so <laughs> so hard to pick one. It was so hard to pick one, but um we can also bounce around. We've had um we've had another situation of a guy uh walking me through a couple of he's like, well, I was going to talk about this, but then I was like, well, yeah. now I, I kind of want to hear about that. So, you know, well, if you, I'll, if you just I'll, skip uh, around, feel free. Yeah. I, um, the first, the youngest one I remember is, uh, I was a big animal nerd when I was, I was a kid mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, wow. That just jogged a different one, but, uh, <laughs> this is crap. a great problem to have, by the way, it is <laughs> yeah. a great problem. I think they're all like, I, I was trying to think of, I've been thinking about this premise since we've spoken oh fantastic it, it's a it's a great premise by the way but it it's like oh I, I have like an answer for every year of my life which uh, wow uh that's <laughs> and I, going by my post-it note i have uh lived for seven years but two, um, year, two years old what's going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just very no, smooth when, shit fat year yeah when i was a kid i was a huge elephant nerd i was obsessed with elephants i thought they were so cool they're my favorite animal still mm-hmm and uh, my parents took me to the zoo, and uh, you. Oh, where where some... are we? Where are we at the time? Where did oh, you grow I live up? In, I'm from Syracuse, New York. Gotcha. Uh, What's this? The Syracuse Zoo. Is this your first time at the zoo? No, no. I I, I think I. I think I was a regular. I was like Norm and Cheers. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The parrots are yelling my name. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how they found out about it. I even asked my parents and they don't remember, but apparently, and it never happened again. There was this program where all these kids were able to wash an elephant. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> was there, so, was there any sort of qualification program for which kids got to wash the elephant? Were you none. like a gifted student? Oh. <laughs> none, none. I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to, for, for full transparency for uh, comedy fans, I am working out on a bit about this, but I have, you're not going to hear any jokes. So this yeah, is leave just all the real funny story. parts out. Yeah. <laughs> I like this because you'll probably end up talking about it. But so if my, if memory serves, I, I don't remember the elephant coming out or anything, but the elephant was out of the enclosure. Wait, so just- and it, <laughs> It was laying down on the ground in front of the enclosure (laughs) and and they were the zookeeper had a hose and was, you know, getting the elephant wet and we were sponge washing this elephant. (laughs) Swear to God. Jesus. Best day ever. (laughs) What? I have so many. Okay. So was it just when you, when you say, obviously, out- first of all, obviously I did the top half of the elephant. Otherwise this would have been a different story. That was a follow up but- question. Yeah. Was there kind of a, like a race to see who could get what parts of the elephant, <laughs> like the snout or the trunk or whatever. That was pretty popular. I the reason I'm smiling, telling this story is because I was a fast runner. Yeah. <laughs> You're a speedy guy. Yeah. Yeah. I had the good trunk. Uh- okay. So, Okay, so it's outside the enclosure. What I picture, I'm from Seattle. The Seattle Zoo, the elephants are just kind of like, you know, if you were to be outside the enclosure, you'd be like next to the Dippin' Dots. Like, is this, is this, is this like in we the middle in, of the walkways or are people going? At the time, yeah. th- so like, it's like one of the first enclosures you see coming out of the building part of the zoo. 
You got to open so, strong at the Syracuse Zoo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but the the main restaurant or whatever the eatery area at the time was a Burger King. Okay. There so we go. it was next to the Burger King. <laughs> it was Burger King, but Burger King I think had an outdoor eatery area that looked out and you could see elephants in the distance, like near it. So like it's Burger, Burger King, King outdoor elephant. eatery area that you could see. It was like an elevated, like a deck, like a Burger King porch. Oh yeah. You know, the classic oh. Burger King porch. Oh, it's kind of a Cantina Bell version of Burger King. I like this, <laughs> this upscale fine dining Burger King at the zoo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look, we, we go hard. So you're watching the elephant just like right in front of the Burger King. I don't know if we're right in front of the Burger King, but you can definitely eat and see us washing this elephant. The like scents can... are wafting both ways, as it oh, were. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we were washing for food. We, you know, we, had to earn, we had to earn our meals. That's honestly uh, not a bad, like, if it was just like, hey, I mean, like, you know, we're kind of understaffed. We could use the help. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if they get that clean or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and by the way, I mean, like, I'm, do, I'm a little kid. It's the largest land mammal. So I... <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm washing probably just one freckle like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's as much ground as I'm covering. No, you're not being helpful to be clear. Yeah. No, not at all. No, not at all. Now the elephant just looks polka dotted because it was the only areas we could clean. <laughs> that's that could, that could, that could sell, you know, that's an attraction <laughs> within and of itself. So that's a good thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so wait, I don't you... remember where my parents were. I think I think about this day a lot. I, I, I don't remember where my parents were. They clearly must have been there watching. No yeah. idea where they were. No memory of that. No memory. No memory of starting and no memory of leaving. Just re <laughs> just remembering washing this elephant. And I remember it was, I think, uh, on its it was on its side and we were washing its back, if I remember. Oh, that's adorable. That's I love yeah. those kind of memories from like when you're a kid where, you know, you're kind of not how old were you at the time? Oh, I had I had to be under 10. Yeah, I don't even know if I was in elementary school at the time. Yeah, it's those those flashes of um, those flashes of memory, like when you're young enough where your your memory isn't like kind of going yet where this is yeah, yeah. sort of forming the full foundation of who you are. But then the things that you do remember are all like your future conscious kind of kicks in. It's like, you're going to want to, you know, keep track. Of oh this. yeah. yeah. <laughs> My brain was like, get ready. And like, cause <laughs> because tw uh, 25 years from now, you're going to have to tell the story on a podcast. So get, <laughs> get ready. And there's going to be a lot of questions. Um, <laughs> did you, uh, all right. Did you know ahead of time, that this was going to be the case where your parents like they're having this thing at the zoo now or were you just I think it was a like, surprise oh wow my okay. parents were great with surprises they they like my parents would take me to a thing I, I mean they really were I have great parents they're wonderful people mm -hmm. they did a good job uh there's multiple times my parents would be taking me somewhere not telling me what the situation was it's oh. I guess basically the most positive form of kidnapping, uh, you know, Hey, we're taking you, we're not telling you where you're going and we're not telling you what's going to happen. 
and then it just worked out <laughs> to be that, great. That uh, that kind of fucks you up to be conditioned to think like whenever you're being taken and you have no idea where you're going, like this is gonna be probably some cake there. Or <laughs> yeah, you know. if I if I ever do get kidnapped, I'm like, oh my god, what concert are we going to see? <laughs> you guys are too sweet to me. I have the best friends. <laughs> I got a bag uh, over my head. Oh, this is gonna be a big one. I don't know what this is. That's uh, funny. So I'm assuming you must have. Did you not have siblings? I have siblings. They're all technically half siblings, but we don't. We're close enough that we don't use that term. Nice. And we just say brother, sister, kind of thing. I, so I have two sisters and one brother, and uh, but they, I didn't grow up with them. So I, I, I have the neuroses of an only child and the <laughs> and the youngest. So it's it's a bit of both. Just a one-two punch, baby. Love oh, that. for sure. Yeah. Full package. Yeah, I was wondering because uh, if you uh, if you have siblings, I have two brothers. I have an older brother and a younger brother, and um, not easy to keep the surprises hidden if that's the situation. No. Uh, one not time, one time, my younger brother. Uh, this is when the Harry Potter books were coming out when I was in kind of like you know middle school, um, and the last Harry Potter book had just come out, and my brother, my younger brother, had gotten back from practice. And he had like a mouth guard and he's like football practice. And I was like, Oh, Aaron, I just finished the last, uh, the last Harry Potter book. Do you want to hear what happens? And he goes through the mouth guard, like, uh, uh, but it kind of, it kind of sounded like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but then mostly I just really wanted to like tell someone. Yeah. You want to <laughs> talk to somebody about it. Yeah. So it's like double door dies. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a, yeah. The extent of my sort of surprise keeping <laughs> at the time. Wow. Yeah. I was like that when I was a kid, I would, uh, my parents used to rag on me for it as I would see a movie or something and say how it ended and not, <laughs> not understand the spoiler system at the time. So I just yeah. ruined everything. <laughs> it was just, it was, a, it was like an accomplishment. And I don't know about you, but every time I saw a movie, it was at, like when I was a kid, it was the best movie I'd ever seen oh, at the time. Sure. Yeah. And so I was so excited to just like, you know, let everyone know the narrative structure and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I have another really fond memory. My grandpa, uh, Gra- Grandpa Rogers, I don't know if you heard of him. Uh, oh, he, oh, many times. Uh, <laughs> he, he, they, my my dad's dad lived in Georgia, and whenever they would come up to visit, obviously it was a huge deal. I loved mm-hmm. them, obviously. And we went to the movies. We went to go see. They went to take me to see Hercules when it came out. The mm-hmm. yeah, the Disney one. And I remember we were in the movie theater. This is back when this mistake could happen. <laughs> we watch all the previews and everything, and all of a sudden, uh, it shows this jungle. Uh, and it's it's live action and it shows this island and all of a sudden my dad's like oh my god we're at jurassic park (laughs) (laughs) and he's like we gotta go (laughs) we gotta go right now (laughs) it's not appropriate for you or my father yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah one of you is either gonna have a heart attack or nightmares yeah everyone in this is gonna be mad at me well (laughs) So wait, what happened? Okay, so after the elephant day, so you're washing the elephant. Do you have any recollection of like the rest of the day, or was that kind of just like no, no? That's I mean, be... that's the thing. Like I have, I have so many of these days, but the moment obviously is the biggest part. The day shines out. I don't remember the rest of that because how? Why would your brain oh, store any other part of that day? Of course, your and brain... I... 
I think my brain shut off and was like, I'm sorry, but no one has this memory. So I need to <laughs> I need to go down for a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to take a break for the next couple of years just to really <laughs> let this cook. <laughs> I'll see you at Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, I, I, I don't know, I think it's an interesting exercise because you have, you know, like technically people remember everything. And I think it's, you know, you know, the kinds of like what a standard dinner would be or a breakfast would be. But um, as someone who has seven best days, give me a give me another one. You, oh, man, I um the one that the elephant one jogged was um, I was in, a, I think, I don't know, I was in elementary school, what's second grade, third grade, whatever. Mm hmm. And uh, we each had a fairy tale we were supposed to do a play of. So uh, there's like we were all brought up into sectioned off into groups. And my group was supposed to do Rumpelstiltskin. OK. And uh, I was Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask. It's good. Who's going to play the little impish <laughs> character? <laughs> Who Who's going to play the uh, nasally uh, <laughs> character that wants the center of attention? Let's uh, all draw straws and just uh, pick Steve's straw. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's all draw straws and point them at Steven. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm Stiltskin, and I remember for some reason, just being like, I, I think I, I, at that point I knew about uh, comedy very little, obviously I'm very young, mm -hmm. but I knew at that point, I think the obsession was, was starting. Were you, uh, um, did you read, I got really into the like, like Sunday comics, like Foxtrot, baby blues, far side, oh. Calvin and Hobbes in the, in the, what was your like early form of comedy consumption when you were a kid? Dumb and dumber. <laughs> uh, Excellent was one of the first and Ace Ventura. And um, as far as movies, it was like Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was everywhere. Oh, yeah. And, and it was Liar Liar, all those, all that stuff. Uh, my dad was able, it was, it was such an interesting time because those were movies you could show children. Yeah, yeah. Right? They were main comedy movies were kid friendly, which is why. Yeah. And if the, if the, like, I think like liar liar has a sex scene, but you'd never see the sex. Mm -hmm. So it's like you are a you're introduced, and so does um, Ace Ventura. He get, he gets like blown, I think, <laughs> in one scene. But you don't know what's happening because you're a kid. So I just like it it goes by you, but all the stuff that's universal hits you. Yeah. So I was becoming obsessed with that stuff. And I got to see clean stand up because I, I remember seeing like TV spots when I was a kid. Oh, well, wow. like le like Letterman spots and um, Wendy Liebman's half hour is the one I always reference because that was the first like stand up half hour I ever saw. Oh, wow. And she was pretty clean. So it was just joke, 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 joke. So I was starting to become obsessed with that. So I get this play uh, uh, for Rumpelstiltskin. And it's not, they're not funny. Like none of the, you know, and I remember like, just the, like the script or the, the kids in your group. You well, know, both. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I get out there. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to bury Cinderella. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I remember, uh, getting really into it and I, I drew or colored in a fake goatee. Like a and and Real. taped it onto myself to be Rumpelstiltskin. I'm like this guy. He's got a. I'm like 
going method. I'm like, oh, this guy's <laughs> he's got a he's got a beard, and then I and we made like little costumes and stuff. And this is all and this is all like a same day production. So you split up and then the day of you put on the play, or is this kind of like a longer term project? This I think was day of. Okay, yeah. Or <laughs> overnight, like you got it one the one day and you you took it home and then you did it the next day you but it home, couldn't have been a lot of parents yeah because i remember my parents were there gotcha okay and it was like the class did it and my parents were the and the parents were there yep and i we do it and we and and i'm killing <laughs> i i do i swear to god i like i have zero self-esteem as yeah. you know as i went in the bathroom when you complimented me <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh i'm destroying and everyone's laughing and we do it. And there's a part where I'm supposed to like Rumpelstiltskin has this rhyme he's caught doing because the whole po- plot of my uh, of the play is that he has to you have to guess his name in order for him to not steal the child or whatever, which is so dark. When you- <laughs> I was just thinking I was like, I, I couldn't for the life of me remember what happens in Rumpelstiltskin. That's not one of like the main ones. I know? still remember the the rhyme I had to to do. Yeah, I'm in the in the play. I'm yeah. <laughs> what if I don't do it yeah. anyway? So this other this other story. Yeah, different day. <laughs> no, um, uh, he's like dancing around. So the, he comes to the queen. I don't know what he does, but he's like, uh, you're gonna have to give me me uh, your child if you don't guess my name." And uh, then later they like sneak up on him, and he, while he's like around this campfire, and he's going, "Yesterday I cooked." Uh, today I bake. Tomorrow the young queen's child I'll take. Uh, how clever is my guessing game? Because Rumpelstiltskin is my name. <laughs> Which you know how often you sing your own name to yourself when you're <laughs> when you're at a campfire. If your name is Rumpelstiltskin, pretty often, <laughs> pretty you, you're gonna bust that out every chance you get. Right. <laughs> Pete and Steve, uh, not as often. Yeah. No, no, I hardly say my own. Um, yeah. <laughs> So we, I kill and people are laughing and I swear to God, they had us do an encore. Oh, so just the Rumpelstiltskin production just crew though. Just the Rumpelstiltskin. And this isn't on a stage. This is like in, um, a, you know how like when you're in elementary school, like it was kind of like a four-year area. Like all the classrooms kind of met into the central space where the cubbies were and all that stuff oh yeah yeah, no i know i know the cubby yeah the cubby hallways of course so we're in that sort of bigger area so we're not on a stage or anything everyone's sitting on carpet or chairs and there's and we do this we kill they ask for an encore and all we didn't obviously we don't have anything else so we just (laughs) read we just redid the play to kill again and killed again killed again it was so cool yeah. Wow. So was that? So that's. I mean, that's pretty insane. Was that the first time you would have sort of like had a recollection of like making a group of people laugh? Yeah. I mean, certainly in a performance sense. I know I was like someone that would uh, be silly off, off, uh, off stage, but like silly in whatever situation and make people laugh, and I liked that. But when I yeah. did that, uh, that was certainly uh, uh, probably the moment. That started everything. I remember my mom still talks about it. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, mom, I did TV, but uh, she, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you didn't get asked to do an encore there. <laughs> yeah. She, she's like, they, 
Colbert didn't approve the Rumpelstiltskin bit. You should have. <laughs> you you should have done. <laughs> I'll tape on the goatee for you. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's one of my mom's go-to stories. When you know, I'm sure yeah, you relate to this. You know, when people know that you do this, they they'll be like, you know, I saw it back when blah blah blah. Of course. I, my mom references it and she goes, yeah, he made his own goatee and everything. So it's like that. That's probably it's probably an extra highlight because my mom is so proud of it. That's another reason. But oh, yeah. wow. That's amazing. And that's that's a fun one where like so that's that's kind of come up often, you know, over the years for you where like yes. that'll be your mom's go to bullet point. So that was a top of the mind. Oh, that's very fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a I had a first. um <clears throat> So there was a, uh, I did a play when I was in elementary school. It was called uh, Snow White and the Dark Forest. And basically what it was is a play for when you have just way too many kids trying to be in the play at once. And so you have like Snow White and like the, all the dwarves and like the Tin Man and like (laughs) (laughs) Alice in Wonderland and just every fictional character just, and like everyone does kind of like, one scene and there's like 12 characters per scene just so you can have and uh so i was both i was a i played two parts because i was i was kind of a kind of a hot shot yeah as it were um and uh so i played dopey and the tin man wow and uh which are two you know two kind of big parts and uh (laughs) i had two i got two kind of like big laughs i remember um when i was dopey i was kind of i would kind of like do a dumb face of sorts like a you know something <laughs> just as a passive and then at one point during the middle of the during the middle of the scene and during kind of like a big line i just drooled oh my god <laughs> like a big visible drool <laughs> and, oh my you know, god fewer things funnier than sort of like human excretions if you're an elementary school kid so that oh for ripped. sure <laughs> wow then, <laughs> so i was pretty proud of that and then uh when i was in my scene is the tin man uh, I was like, I was, you know, one thing, one piece of guidance they didn't give. So the Tin Man's rusty, right? Even in this yes. scene, he's rusty. That's kind of his, you know, big part of who he is. And um, that's his shtick. That's his whole shtick. He, lo- he loves to be rusty. You think he just have his own oil can at a certain point, but um, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and they don't do the like, um, you know, the, they don't tell you to to act like your jaw's rusted. But I'm in character. Yeah. I'm like my jaw would be rusted. So. All of my lines before they kind of like pantomime the oil on me are just incomprehensible. I'm supposed to be like oil can, oil can, and I'm like, and that was amazing. Another killer elementary school bit is just you know making noises. So yeah, you had you destroyed. I just I I murdered. I did not get an encore to be fair, but there was also it was like a two and a half hour play. So also they I shouldn't have gotten one because we're just (laughs) redoing the the play, but. That's so cool, uh, man! Yeah. I'm I'm glad I my story was first because <laughs> that's amazing. You're drooling. You know, what did I? I made a paper goatee. God, <laughs> that wasn't real... even my best day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're done here now. <laughs> that's wow. so funny. What would you do to like? So, did you do anything? To I mean, all right. So we're we're a young Steve Rogers. We're coming off the best performance of your life at that point sure. in time. Still, you know, if you uh, <laughs> if you have a memory of like you know, did you celebrate it all when you were home, or because this is something your parents came to, or if not, how would you kind of you know 
if you were a kid, you wanted to feel have feel good, have a nice, fun evening, what would you do? Oh wow. I was a big toy kid. I I was I had a big imagination and I had like I had the I had the, all the superhero action figures and I had all the animal toys you could want. So mm-hmm. that was a big thing for me was just uh writing stuff and in, in my head and acting that all out oh yeah when i was that young and then it but a big thing was probably either we're watch the family's watching a movie that's fun or uh well ace ventura perhaps maybe mom mom wouldn't dig <laughs> mom didn't dig jim carrey but there was a lot of movies we all crossed over with but i'm trying to think what uh the big one the big one was probably a jungle book that was our big one. Oh, that's a good yeah it's 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 tough to get when you're young you want to uh you know because there's different restrictions were you a family where it's like when you were young enough if there's a kissing scene they're kind of a kind of like a oh, cover your eyes sort of thing no my parents i i really can't uh my parents also take compliments as well as I do. So I have to do it through podcasts. I know they'll listen to, <laughs> but, um, uh, <laughs> uh, they really were good about not shielding me from stuff. And like, when you think about it, like the, uh, or maybe I was a dumb kid. You're not gonna process. All, you're not going to get everything, you know, of course, of course. Now maybe it's different. Cause like things are more, uh in your face but back then and i'm a 90s kid like it was uh liar liar it's a good example with the liar liar sex scene you you only see them laying on the floor afterwards yeah and you see you see them kiss before and it's like i thought it was a funny way of kissing because she like (laughs) bites his lip or something and then pulls him off camera or whatever like great bit great bit yeah yeah so i'm like this is funny but like I've seen my parents kiss and I'm like, I kiss my mom goodbye. So it's like, there's those two types of kisses. There's the one I will never do. Yep. I'm not, <laughs> and then there's the family kiss. So it's like that. And then there, there was no sex scenes in anything I saw. And if there was, I don't remember them until around the time I knew what it was. Yeah. So and my parents it's... didn't shield me from anything except for insomniac. David tells insomniac. <laughs> I for I probably didn't know, good. <laughs> yeah, I remember they watched that without me when I was growing up, and I would I remember being like, and the Man Show. They watched the the original <laughs> Man Show, and I remember being like, ah, oh, this must be good stuff. But I know there's something about these shows that I can't see. Cause that's, that's always what it is. Is just when you when you're not allowed to watch something or do something, cause you have no, you know you don't like pass judgment on things like on your own as a kid. So if you showed me like a, you know, like a, like a racy makeout scene with no context, I wouldn't be like, Oh, I'd be like, Oh, I guess that's, you know, that's just like what's happening. But if you told me not to watch it, then I'd be fascinated to see what the situation is. And I was the least, it was the least interesting part of the movies for me. (laughs) I was like, all right, whatever. Get back to, you know, slipping on something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get someone hitting the nuts. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Is she going to raise um, her knee very quickly in the next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Amazing. 
Um, well, if you uh, if if you if you truly got seven, would you want to regale me I'll with one going. more top moment? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I'm trying to do ones that aren't your your classic stand-up ones. I uh, know it's it's fun because you know I've I've had obviously like a number of comedians on, and yeah. um, I think everyone has sort of come in with that of like, well, I don't want to do a day that was just like a day that was really good in stand-up, and I'm like, yeah. I appreciate that, respect it, but there will be some of those too, and that's like fine as well. I got two of those that, uh, you know, they're whatever. They're obviously very important things to me, but, uh, you know, you want to really, I want to bring things that uh, are uh, this podcast only. Yeah. Um, Appreciate it. uh, So um, I remember the the first concert I ever went to was uh, Alice Cooper. Um, I'm a huge Alice Cooper fan and, uh, my, uh, my dad took me to see him at the state fair and, uh, and this is the state fair is in Syracuse. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't far from home and it was outside at, at this, uh, huge, uh, outdoor theater. And what age are we here? I was, it was 20, it was 2007. So I don't know how old I was. I'm I'm really bad at math. Some, but, some uh, kind of a mid mid teen situation. Yeah, I think I'm teens. I'm in middle school, so I'm probably fourteen Got or it. something like that. Yep. And um, uh, Cheap Trick opens. Oh. And yeah, Cheap Trick kills, and then Alice comes out, and he's killing. And I, I, I the thing I love, I love about Alice Cooper is very theatrical uh rock so it's and it's funny so there's there's theatrics he, he sings with a snake around his neck it's like all this stuff and how much of a sense of you know because that was kind of a pre you know big time youtube whole era so how much mm-hmm. how much of a sense is sort of like the nate what the performance would look like did you have going into it like had you seen had a video some. yeah i had some my my dad introduced me to him i'm named after a song of his. Oh wow! Oh, so this is like a this is like a family like dad mm. taking you in, and you you'd bought in too. It wasn't like a lame like oh fine I'll go see your fucking whatever. This is like right. This is our guy. Oh yeah. Oh and, wow. And uh, um, it was um, yeah. So I had some exposure, but not. I was not expecting what I saw, <laughs> and it was so cool. Like he comes out to the phantom of the opera classic uh sound you know that that you know the the classic riff they're known for yeah and then there's a picture in it i'm not gonna sing it but i'm picturing yeah yeah yeah. and it's just the instrumental and then you hear a woman scream and then all of a sudden the drums playing there's there's smoke everywhere and then you just see his silhouette and then he's just starts singing and it was so freaking cool Oh. And uh, then it starts pouring rain. Oh, that's r- hard rock as hell. It's pouring rain. And I'm, this is my first concert. I'm looking around. No one is, is phased by this. And not, and the performers are not either. Alice is singing. Like, he's not, they're not getting hit with rain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're just killing and the crowd is going nuts and i'm like this is the best day ever and then (laughs) and uh 
seeing um, just them give their full best to us and just be uh, killer song after song funny he, like he i don't know how much you know about his shows he gets killed every show oh i did not know that wait yeah. so like a like towards the end or is it like a he does it like it's a in the, jesus it's in the middle perfect It'll be in the middle towards the end but like middle usually i've seen him i've seen him so many times i've seen him get killed almost uh <laughs> I, I i can't remember every way but the first time time i saw him get killed was uh guillotine and that was that was this time right yeah, that was this time. And was there any amount of, like, did you know that that was going to be a part of the performance? Go okay. But were, yeah. were you still a little bit like, oh, I hope they don't, you know, they rigged it up correctly? Or were you like, nah, we're good? I think that he makes it very clear that it's a show. Oh, okay. so it's like, <laughs> it's, it's um, almost like a Broadway thing. Like, you know, yeah. it's fake, but it looks... I wouldn't say real, but it it doesn't look silly. It's well done. Yeah, the production yeah, is, is good. Yeah. And and there's a roadie dressed up as an executioner that pulls the thing and it cuts his head off and he holds the head up and it's it looks like Alice and it's so it's and the guy does comical things with it like he kisses it and and the <laughs> and uh spits the blood out. Oh. It's it's really like and I'm not a horror movie guy i'm not a gore guy but when you're like putting on a fun show and it's silly and not taking itself too seriously too uh i really like it he um and he has jokes in his songs he has jokes in his performance like it's very like i i don't know so it was i remember watching it being and i there's no way i could do anything like what he does but i'm a, i remember watching going well that's how you do a show like yeah. this he works his ass off and he constant still does. I, I'm trying to see him this year, but I've seen him like 15 times. What's the, what's the crowd like? What was the crowd like when you were there as a, you know, was it most like when you were a kid at the, at the fair, what was it's the kind mostly of breakdown? People, my parents age, but there's some of their kids. Oh, uh, wow. So good. that's a lot more wholesome than I was expecting. I was picturing kind of like a, you know, maybe like a mid twenties, late teens. Well, I bet you their kids were all older than, I was gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a bit I'm working on, but like, I'm usually the youngest person at the concerts I go to. <laughs> and, and sometimes I'm seeing That's a good sign. kids younger, but yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. So it's like, I think if I was 14, there's probably 30 year olds or 20, late 20 year olds. Yeah. But it's, you know, he was in Wayne's world, which, you know, that gets people to know who he is still. And, or, you know, what i'm saying but <laughs> that'd be a funny that'd, that'd be that'd be too i mean i hope i don't think this is the case but that'd be funny if you were in like you know your famous musician and you were on in one kind of like random comedy movie like for a brief appearance but then that's where you end up getting most of your fan base down the line <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I as i said i was like i don't know what i'm saying but <laughs> you're like oh i'm going to see the wayne's world guy tonight i can't wait <laughs> but like he that's another example. Like there's a guy that doesn't take himself too seriously. I don't know if you remember that scene. He's, he's clearly the joke, like, yeah. And, and being, it's a very funny scene and all that. So it's like, uh, that those are the guys I looked up to were, they're working their ass off, but they're like, yeah, I, I'm having fun and I, I'm not uh, better than anybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, not, 
trying to pretend like what I'm doing up here is something that like everyone needs to like respect and like da 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 or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. just like we're just having fun and the goal is to have fun and I'm gonna put as much of my sort of like imprint on this as possible and just like you know get the vibe I want to get going and people are gonna have fun. Yeah. That that's uh probably yeah that was the, one of the coolest things uh ever. That's lovely. Wow. Well these are some great days. Um yeah. appreciate having you on Steve. This is super fun. Oh, thank you. Uh, I gotta, well, me, I gotta do, yeah. I gotta do one honorable mention here. Yeah, please. Uh, just this moment. I haven't been able to talk about this moment too much, but uh, I did Colbert, obviously, and um, uh, you know how I don't know why I said obviously. Congrats, like, congrats. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, let me give no. you the yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why. Very I said good obviously. set. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I. Please take that out. I mean, uh, when I'm going to put the episode up, I'm going to put like Steve Rogers, parentheses, Colbert. So it will uh, be an it, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, I meant obviously in the fact that we referenced it earlier, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah, said yeah. obviously like everyone's heard of it. <laughs> uh, God, I'm going to think about that forever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the coolest, this might be my favorite moment ever, was uh, I'm telling this one joke in the set about my mom. Uh, uh, the joke is that she smoked pot when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, the this was my I've I'm, like I said referenced earlier. I love uh stand up. I've seen late night a million like I've watched all late nights. I'm obsessed with it. I finally got to do it. Big biggest moment ever. Yep. And my mom's in the front row, and during the joke about her, I got to just look at her and tell the joke to her. Uh, this is probably, that was probably the best day ever was when I did this and I got to tell my joke that I wrote about her, about this moment that her and I shared, which is true. Like I always thought that the smell of weed was my aunt's ghost (laughs) and I would always run up to my mom and say, I, Hey, I can smell, uh, aunt Jackie. She's here seeing you. And I was a kid and I was like, she's (laughs) visiting you. And my mom, so this moment that me and my mom shared. And that's probably one of my favorite moments ever. Is oh, that. wow. That's so cool. Yeah. And was it like, and so she, she was just right in your line of sight. Like, right oh yeah. I'm looking line. right at, you can see, I mean, you don't see her in the, in the set, Yeah. but there's a time during that set where I'm clearly looking just in the front. One, yeah. And that's me talking to my mom. I'm just, was that kind that. of, I mean, were you, how nervous were you like for the set? And then like, was that kind of a comforting thing in the middle of it? Or did it kind of, uh, you know, distract you or, or what was that like? The cool thing was I was backstage. My dad came back. My mom has MS, so she's not as great mobile wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she loves being in the crowd. So she was in the, I had her in the crowd and my dad backstage. My dad said some very nice things backstage. And then at one point you can see the mo- the uh, monitor in, in the green room. And mm-hmm. at one point they're moving the camera uh, and I see the front row and I see my mom and I'm like, I know where she is. And then when I came out, you know, I'm in this moment, it's going great. But that did, that's the standout moment for me was I'm on that joke now. And I'm like, there she is. And I just tell it to her. And that was so, that's my favorite moment. Wow. It took this whole podcast and I'm going over. I apologize. But oh no, not at all. This uh, is fantastic. That is my probably my favorite moment. Colbert was the best day ever, I would say. But yeah. That's a, that's amazing. And it's and it's also <laughs> it's nice that it was a joke that's kind of like a like a warm, friendly memory like of your mom as yeah. opposed to like 
and my fucking ma. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. I have a lot of fond memories with my mom, but that might be her and I's one of our big, biggest moments is I would always run up to her and say this. And she was so nice to not be like, hey, you idiot, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> we would just share these cool moments. And uh, yeah, that was probably one of my favorites. I got to imagine if I had your mom on the podcast, the Rumpelstiltskin and that moment would also be best days for her. So that's <laughs> incredibly sweet. So. Yeah, I, I, I uh, this is my way of telling uh, my mom all this stuff uh, through through you. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, she would dismiss it. She subscribed <laughs> last week, so we're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, that's very that's cool. Funny. All right. Well, yeah. That's uh. That's 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 a, that's a heartwarming moment. I love that. That's like, I think that's like the sweetest sort of stand-up adjacent, mm-hmm. uh, you know, story that I've heard. Because a lot, it's it's hard to kind of like have a stand-up story that goes well without just sort of like you know, because most stand-up comedians are kind of opposed to self-aggrandizing themselves unnecessarily of course and so it's nice to have to just like this is just like a sweet connection just like actually from my jokes as opposed to like yeah i just had this thing go really well and it was really fun which is you know that's a beautiful thing too and like that can involve a lot of community as well but this is that's such a you that's such a unique thing that you got to have and uh i'm happy you got to have it yeah i i uh i hate that i'm having all these moments right at the end when you're trying to close it out but no uh, i remember that night going up to my parents there's a photo of it somewhere and i just grabbed my parents and i was like hey this day is is ours it's not mine because you were nice enough to support um me chasing stand up and everything so this is thank you and i thank my parents and we're close me and my parents but i I was like, and and I remember thinking I was drunk um, <laughs> after I did it. And then I realized I didn't have any, I had maybe a sip of a beer. I never finished it. I was like, yeah. oh, this is what complete happiness is. <laughs> uh, this is as, intoxicating. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And I just, I was like, uh, thank you so much. So I, I remember, I really wanted that late night to be about the three of us and not just me. Yeah. So that's why I feel more comfortable telling that story. <laughs> of course. And yeah, uh, yeah. Ever since, have you just been bringing your parents to all of your shows and making your mom sit in the front row of all your shows? Yeah, I'm like, hey, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mom, I got another bit about you. Sit up close. <laughs> sit up close. I want to recreate this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on, Steve. Great thanks chatting for with me, you. Man. Yeah, I and uh, it. you have an album coming out, right? Yes, uh, May sixth. My album and YouTube special is coming out. It's called uh, Stephen Rogers before he was super. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, please check it out and uh, share it and all that good stuff. Everybody, please, for the love of God. Absolutely. Going to be a fantastic special. Stoked to check it out. Thanks so much for coming on, Steve. And, Thanks uh, for having yeah. me, Pete. Yeah. Have a nice rest of your day. You too. See ya.